North Korea's pointing nukes at us. Cats and dogs are living together in sin. And the Eastwood Mall is now the number one mall in Ohio. Just when you think the world's going to shit, at least you have the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head on over to the Podbean app and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. There you'll hear great shows like For Your Distraction and Hey, I Like That Game. That's the unofficial hub of the Be Real Podcasting Network on Podbean. So I'm not very techy, Adam. Like you, I'm trekky, but I'm not techy. Like I joke around, I say like you're my tech guy, and like, I'm not even that techy. You're per- you're much far and away more techy than me. <laughs> so one thing I like to do is like if if a movie comes out on video to own. <coughs> And it's a, a movie I like, or, or a series, or a saga that I like. I try to buy it. I have a collection of DVDs and Blu-rays, and I just I just like having like a tangible video collection. I mean, that's not strange. A lot of people do that. Yeah. But I used to, I get I like to buy the DVD Blu-ray combo packs. Those are just I have both a DVD player and a Blu-ray player, and. So While well, Blu-ray is far more superior, Blu-ray is it's far nice more to have a backup. It, Blu-ray is far more superior, but like sometimes when Kristen has, to, if it's like a movie she takes to school to play there, she only has DVD. If we watch it in the car, we have a TV in our car for the kids, only takes DVD. But if we're at our house, we use the Blu-ray. So I like to have both. If you're familiar with the digital copy that comes with. Like yes, if you buy um, if you buy like a DVD Blu-ray combo pack, it comes with the digital copy free. Basically, there's like a little piece of paper inside when you open up the case. It has yeah. some code written on there. It's, I'm methodically. Yeah, so I got I got yeah. I've been getting those for for years, and I never knew what the shit it was. So I just disregarded all of them. <clears throat> well, just recently, Adam, I became aware because I for this past Christmas I got a smart TV. I've jumped into the, the world of technology, and I downloaded some apps on my smart TV. <laughs> you laugh at me. I got some apps, and, and, and these apps are for your digital copy. So basically, it's the fucking kick-ass shit, man. You put your movie that you purchase, and it's right on your TV. Yeah. Like it fucking stores it there for you. You could If you have a digital copy. could have done that with your phone and your tablet, too. Well... I don't want to watch movies on my phone or tablet. But I have before, yes, but I don't like that. Streaming, my brother, streaming, Chromecast. Well, I don't have Chromecast. I use the uh, I know, I told Roku. You about- I'm happy with the Roku. It's like the Walmart version of it. But uh, I'm happy with it. It gets the job done. So you've discovered downloadable media. And it, my mind is fucking blown. I've been doing this for years. Yeah. Thing is, like me, I don't... I don't download movies though. It's it's the one weird thing that I I do the same thing where every now and then and buy, you buy way way more movies than I do. I I barely buy movies at all. Last movie Blu-ray DVD combo pack I bought was Batman v Superman, and the one before that might have been The Hobbit Part Three or Guardians of the Galaxy. One of those ones. And I'm talking about the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So I it's it's few and far between whenever I buy one of those uh, physical copies, but I also don't buy it digitally. But I know what you're talking about. They have the, the digital copy. I've never once redeemed one of those. I've always intended to. I was looking to be like, I'm going to redeem this. I'm going to put it on my phone in case I ever want to watch it or my tablet in case I ever want to watch it. I never do it. I never get around well, to doing it. Well, if you're not going to do it, 
Give me your fucking codes, dude. I'm serious, because I'm on fire with it. I'm going through... Like, it took me a solid... Well over an hour the other night. Searching through my, my collection. My library of cases of DVDs. Opening each one. Hoping to find a paper in there. Unfortunately... Some of them have expiration dates. Yeah, it's like, what, a year, a couple years, something like that? I had some that expired in 2009. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the oldest ones I came across in my collection. That's a long time ago. So needless to say, those weren't any good. But I got a shit ton of films put onto my smart TV app. I'm, live, I'm living large right now. I'm, See, I'm, I'm a gamer. Yeah. So I stopped buying physical copies of games years ago. I bought one or two when I first got my PlayStation 4, and that was only because it takes a while to download a game on a system. Because games are like 60 gigabytes for for some of the games that come out. Like, we're talking 40 to 60 gigabytes for just one game. And if you're downloading it off Wi-Fi, it takes forever. So... That's all I do now, though. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll buy a game on Wi-Fi, uh, or I'll buy a game on my PlayStation 4. I'll download the next day. I'll play it. Like, that's all I do. I, I, I have n- almost no physical game copies because it's, it's way more convenient to be like, I don't want to play this game. I want to play the other game. Click, dop, 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 clip. Okay, I'm playing the other game. I don't have to get up. I don't got to change discs or anything like that. And that's what it's like for movies now. I imagine for you, you're like, I want to watch this movie. But wait a minute, I want to switch over to the other movie, though, instead. And you can just be laying on the couch like, tap, 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 tap. Okay, I'm watching fucking Star Trek now. Dude, the future is now. Told you, man, the future is now. I showed you the uh, Boston, uh, ro- what was the Boston Robotics uh, YouTube page? I showed you those fucking, I, I shared a fucking picture with you uh, or a video with you on Facebook the one time of this robot that can open doors. It's this four-legged robot that has this hand that extends out and opens a fucking door. It opens the door. It opens doors. I showed you a cheetah robot that runs like 40 miles an hour, jumps over obstacles as it comes in front of its path. Fucking futures now, man. We got self-driving cars. Elon Musk is going to go to Mars before we're... We're going to go to Mars. We're going to go to Mars before we're dead. Elon Musk. Musk's Tesla is going to go to Mars before any of us. It's yes, on the way. It is on the way. It's on the way right like, as we speak. But like that's that's the most insane thing to think about. Man is going to land on Mars by the time we die. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All right, it's going to happen. Short of a nuclear apocalypse, it's going to happen. Well, don't sell yourself short. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. It's going to happen. Like that's going to happen in our lifetime. Self-driving cars are going to be on the regular before we, our lifetime is done. We're going to have augmented reality. It's going to be insane. So for those of you out there listening, <coughs> if you have any digital DVD copies, codes that you don't use, send, they don't mean send anything, to send them my way because I'm I'm fucking loving this and I will be greatly appreciated. <laughs> so if you have any digital DVD code, digital movie codes, you can email them to foryourdistraction at gmail.com. Yeah, and take a I picture. will take a picture. Yeah, I will I will help you out. Because that's what you want to do. You want to put in a code to download some random copy of something. Could be a virus. You don't know what it is, but hey, whatever. I'm willing to take that chance, Adam. <laughs> I'm willing to take that chance. Can smart TVs get viruses? It, anything get viruses. Your phone can get a virus. Not my Apple product. They don't get viruses. I don't I don't believe that. 
They've never gotten one to date. I don't believe that. I think they have really hardcore virus protection on them. I don't believe they're impossible to get viruses. I don't believe that's possible. That's not possible. I think I think they have really, 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 really good protection, but I don't believe that it's impossible. It can't be impossible. It can't. We knew a guy. We knew a guy. You, we both know him. I, I. He was a mutual friend of ours. We worked with him years ago. Uh, he, uh, I went to his wedding one time. You could not attend. He, when he first got his very first smartphone, he was adamant about putting any virus protection on a smartphone, and I thought he was dumb. I was like. That's dumb. You're just being too careful. Like, don't even worry about it. Just don't go to all those porn sites and download porn. You'll be fine. He was definitely into the porn, though. He was into the weird dude, porn, man. Dude, I'm into porn. Well, he was into the weird porn, man. Fair Not enough. The, but like but, the virus having porn is the kind that. But he the thing watched. is, but the thing is, like he was, he was, he was ahead of some of the time too, because there are people that I know that put antivirus on their phone. I don't do it because I don't care. It's a phone it's an expensive phone but it's a phone it doesn't have a virus yet as far as i know from all the porn i watch but just saying you should watch porn on a smart tv it's a lot of fun (laughs) if i didn't if i lived alone i'd be tempted i'd be very tempted so the show yes beer the show beer of the show so we tried to do this. I tried to do this beer as the show one other time, and something came up. But we're gonna do it now. We're back with the Flying Dog Brewery. We're drinking the Raging Bitch Belgian Style IPA. The Raging Bitch IPA from Flying Dog. Yes, it is a uh, India Pale Ale. The it has a weird. The cover art has a weird, just warped, mutated dog that looks like it's got rabies or something and we'll post uh, a picture of this on our yeah. social media uh facebook for your distraction twitter for your distraction so if you want to see what it looks like head on over there uh i went first last time why don't you take the lead on this one okay i will do that uh flying dog i'm looking at the art it, it, Flying Dog's bottles always have some real abstract art on their bottles. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It's okay. Um, funny story about Flying Dog Brewery, though. We had, we've used a couple of their beers on the beer for the beer of the show before, and um, uh, three or four shows ago, we got we got a message or email or uh, on Twitter it was it was on Twitter. We got a tweet from one of our. Regular guests, our good friend, uh, Peter Michael Deloney, Mike D, tweeted us that he was listening to our latest episode where the beer of the show was a flying dog beer as he was driving to the flying dog brewery. Complete random, I know. He had no idea that... So I thought that was a pretty cool thing, so we're using it again. It was very quinky-dink. So... I'll tell you a little bit about this beer after I take my swallow. That is exactly what she said. I enjoy it. It's a... Uh... <clears throat> See, I don't know the answer to this. I don't know if you do, Adam. What's the difference between a Belgian-style IPA and an American-style IPA? I wish uh, Pat Lackey was here. Oh, I'm sorry. You're asking me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking somebody else. I don't know. I don't know either. So we're kind I, of... 
I, I'm not... Look, I like beer, but I am in no way near an expert on beer. Absolutely well, not. We'll fact check ourselves on this. We'll we'll ask Pat Lackey, our, our beer snob, and see what he says. So uh, if you know the answer, shoot us an email or get a hold of us on social media. Because <clears throat> I don't know the difference, but it is a little bit hoppy. It yeah. has a little bit of a bitter aftertaste, but the initial is quite smooth. It's a, it, it, The initial palate is quite smooth. But then, then the hops hit you at the end. But I enjoy it. I like this beer. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a four out of five, Adam. I, but I like IPAs. Fair enough. So, um, you're right. It, it does have a very initial smooth taste to it uh, when you first take it in, and the hops hit you with that aftertaste. But it's not overpowering, in my opinion. It's very not overpowering. It's it's not really a heavy beer. Um, Tastes like you can kind of knock a couple of these back and still feel pretty good afterwards. Uh, I'd give it a recommend. I give it a recommend. Yeah, give it a try. There's no, there's no real wow factor. It tastes like a regular, you know, uh, IPA, but there's no real wow factor. But I still give it a recommend. It's not a bad beer. It's a pretty good beer. I do. I gave it to me. I would never name my beer raging bitch. But, well, I don't think they're being disrespectful to women. I think they're talking about the dog. No, I get it. I get it. I still probably wouldn't do it, but... I mean, do you ever watch a dog show? Do you ever watch the Westminster Kennel Club dog show? No. God, no. Well, maybe you should, because there's times where I watch that show, and when the guy's talking, he's all prim and proper, usually with a British accent, and he's being so professional about dog shows... Dog show. He is... <laughs> the fuck was that? Saturday Night Live dog show. Anyway. Yeah. He's being very professional, and he uses the term bitch. I cannot help but laughing. <laughs> he's like, oh, look at this very fine bitch. <laughs> but it's like... I feel like <laughs> that's the kind of thing where you would... That's a drinking game show, then. It must be. It must be a drinking game show where every time you hear the word bitch, take a shot. Like, I feel like that's got to be a thing. <laughs> There's probably YouTube videos of it out there. We'll see if we can find one to post it to our sites. So I'm enjoying this beer. I, I like it. Uh, I think they're in Frederick, Maryland. Is that where Flying Dog is? It's somewhere in Maryland, somewhere near Baltimore. I wouldn't. That's know. how. That's how Mike went to it. It's got. It's got to be in that area. It's yeah, got to be in so, that area. Good job, raging bitch. Yes, give it a whirl. Give it a try. Big fan. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of breaking a 29 year old habit. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I'm 29 years old, so I basically I'm break, trying. I'm in the middle of breaking a lifelong habit. You know what that habit is? Masturbation. Never. 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 <laughs> I'll be 80 years old in the nursing home. So like, like oh! you, you were talking about porn. Do you watch porn like for fun, like critique it, or do you have to crank your meat every time you watch it? I watch porn when I'm in the mood. Like if I get in the mood I to like, I understand the mood, the mood, to, the mood to beat oh, off. Oh, do you mean? Oh, do you mean like or do, the mood to just like chill? Or, or and do look you at, mean? Or do you look at two people fuck, or a group, whatever, whatever you're so into. So are you asking me? Do I watch porn and with without the intent to jerk off? Just on a regular, yeah, just but, like if, if I'm in the like, hey, you know, I'm laying in here at night, you know, I'm laying in bed before I go to bed. Let's see what a couple porn videos. Yeah, are you watching it to get your jollies every time, or are you just like, oh, I'm bored? Let's let's see what Pornhub's up, newest upload is. What's the difference? I mean, do you? When I'm bored, I jerk off. So therefore, 
Like, I do it to get my jollies. <laughs> so, what's the difference? So, you pound the putt each time. You're not just... That's the idea. Okay. That's the plan. I, 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 dear, I want you. I want you to do something for me. The next time... I know what you, you're going to say. Can't I be done. I want you to... Can't be done. But I want you to keep your <laughs> pants on. I want you to keep your pants on, and I want you to watch it. Start to finish. Because you're like, you know what? Fuck you and the people like you. Because what? I bet you're the kind of guy that puts on the porno. You don't even pay attention to the dialogue. You get down right down to the fucking. You're doing what you need to do. And then when you're finished, you just stop it, don't you? You do. You yes. Do. No. Yes. Those are artists, Adam. Those are first art- of all. I don't watch. First of all, if we're gonna if we're, if we're gonna go down this road, let's go. Let's take the trail. I'm gonna lead you down this road. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. I don't care. Let's go down this road. I don't watch the kind of porn where there's any real dialogue. I don't watch those story based porn where it's like, oh, here's the scenario. Here's a story going on. Oh, you know, there's the schoolgirl. Here's the plumber coming in or anything like that. I. I watch the kind of porn that's like, oh, you're here because you want to suck dick. Then suck my dick. I don't get into like the scenarios. I don't do the scenario thing. Not it's a- just it's so disrespectful. It is an art form and you just have you just you're there to but do the a art, job. But the art is not the acting. The art is what they're doing. And so I there skip are right some to what they're fine doing. actors and actresses that are involved in adult entertainment. There are some very talented people, and you should give them a fair shake. <laughs> figuratively. Figuratively. The only time the only time I will ever be involved in any kind of scenario-based pornography is if I'm just getting going. I'm the kind of guy where I gotta watch a couple videos. I skip around a little bit. I have, you know, watch this two minute video, watch this three minute video. I just kind of skip around a little bit. So if I'm, if I'm two minutes, huh? I like like variety. (laughs) I'm a variety man. I'm a variety. I can't just watch one 24 minute video and be like, okay, I like that. I like to skip around, you know, test the waters, I guess you would say. You know, so, but there are times, there have been times where if I want to kind of get things going a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm in the mood, I'll, I'll watch one of those, um, what do they call them? The JOIs, jerk off encouragement videos where it's like just a girl dirty talking to you, a little dirty talking, you know, just, just girl, you know, she's showing you, she's flashing you, she's, you know, slow stripping, dirty talking. That'll get me going a little bit. And then I go into the rest of the stuff. I do watch occasionally those ones. So it's like your appetizer. Yeah, it's the appetizer before I get to the entree. Yeah. But you don't pay attention to the storyline at all. Fuck no. What do I care? I'm I mean, there for titties! It's important. Like, wait a minute. I didn't order a pizza. Holy shit, you're my stepsister. Like, come on, First man. of all, I, don't, I do not go into any of those taboo-type porns where it's, like, sibling-based. I do not get into those relationship-based where it's like, you're my stepmom. What are you doing to my dick? Oh! Adam, I hate, I have, I hate I to have, tell you this. I have watched them, but I don't get off to them. I have to tell you something, Adam. What? They're not really related. They're amazing actors and actresses. I they know make that. you think it. I they know make that. you think That's it. why I don't They're watch not them. I don't want to think it. I don't I I don't want to think I don't want to find out about myself that if I had a stepsister or a stepmom that I could get off to that. That's not a side of me I want to find out. Okay. Not even if your stepsister was really, really hot. What was it? Uh, what was the one movie? Um, 
Bad News Bears. No, no, no. It was no, no Joe no, no, no. Dirt. No, those are two great movies. Talking about uh, Cruel Intentions. That movie. Yeah, Remember Cruel that one? Intentions. It was a step sister was really into the stepbrother and she made a bet with him like oh Sarah you know, Michelle Geller and Ryan Felipe yeah, yeah yeah and there's like if if you know if you lose this bet I get to fuck you it's like that's weird but okay it's weird eh? it's weird I don't get don't really get off of that but okay fair enough so when Joe Dirt he f- uh he thinks it's his sister oh you're my sister <laughs> oh. <laughs> no I don't and then in the Bear- Bad News Bears remake. Billy Bob Thornton plays Walter Matthau's character, and uh, they suck. They suck at baseball. They're a terrible baseball team. They finally win a game. No, they don't win. They tied. They finally tied a game. They finally didn't lose. And they were, like, winning, so they thought they were were still bummed out. And he says, guys, I I know people say tying is like kissing your sister, but imagine you have a really, really hot sister. (laughs) I love Billy Bob Thornton. Still. It's crude humor. I want you to watch porn for the stories and and not just leave Listen, your pants You act on. like I don't catch the stories. I, I, you told me you don't pay attention no, to No, I it. don't pay attention, but I do catch them because I, it's, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing earbuds, Scott. I'm wearing headphones. I catch the stories. I catch what they're saying, but that's not why I'm watching them. Like, I will, like, I'll watch a porn about the pizza man delivering the thing, but that's not why I'm watching it. I don't give a shit about the story. It's not what I. That's not what I'm there for. Like I don't pay attention to the stories. Did somebody order an extra thick Sicilian? <laughs> yeah. All right. Every time I think about those scenarios, I always think about um, Zach and Mira make porno, yeah. and the moment that Zach and Mira are trying to are in their sex scene, and it's the really awkward where he's like, you know, doing like little walks and born stuff like that. Shit, right? Here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the lifelong half of the break. Let's back to the beginning that brought us. Oh, on was this. it masturbating? No, it wasn't. Oh, I thought I it told was. you no. I told you no, no, adamantly no. Oh, okay, what no, is I it? I don't want to. All do right, what is it then? Nail biting. See, it's not as exciting. So, I mean, like when you're nervous, like I just bite. I just I just bite my nails in general. Like if my nails get, they they never get long. But if they get like a little bit of growth to them, I'll just just bite my nails. Just bite my nails. Look at these. Look at these things. Look at these fucking things right here. I, they've well, never. The people listening can't never, see. Just fucking. Just look at them, okay? I mean, their fingernails. They're very short. Very short. They've never been this long. They've never been this wow. long. Wow. Yeah, that's my point. Like, How do you pick up a penny? I. How do you open a pop top? Honestly, the way I open a pop top, if you push down in the middle of it a little bit, it lifts up the back of it, so you just kind of grab it. Get the fuck out of I'm, here. No, I'm serious. That's, that's bullshit. It's serious. I'm not kidding. Look, look. I'm going to take... The, I'm holding a rolling rock hand. If you push down, see how that lifts up a little bit? Nonsense. Watch this. Didn't even use my nails. You struggled, that. though. You struggled. See? that? What black magic is this? You push down a little bit, and it lifts it up so you can well. get your finger under there. So that's my next drink right there. But yeah, like can that's you, what you do. pick up a quarter off of a tabletop? It's, it's difficult. It's difficult without nails. Uh, it on it is it is it is yeah. Like honestly, like if if a penny dropped on like my kitchen floor, I would have to sometimes I'd have to scoot it to the crack so I can push it down so it lifts up a little bit. I'm not joking. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm not kidding. If it falls on a sidewalk, I gotta find a like I gotta. There's cracks all over the sidewalk. So I scoot in a little crack. It's like it tips up a little. I'm not joking. I've never these. I've never had nails this fucking long, and I don't know how to take care of them. 
they're like they're getting unwieldy. Like look look at this nail. It's all jaggedy. It's all weird. Like it's not straight or anything. I don't know how to properly take care of it nails. It is very jaggedy and weird for those of you listening. I don't know how to take care of nails. Well, like I'm entering new, a new frontier where like I'll do this sometimes. You'll occasionally you'll see me do this. That's me pushing on my nails because I'm not used to this. Like I'll do this. This is how I kind of checked if I need to bite nails. I'll do this if I say, "Oh, I feel a nail." You know, it's weird. It's weird, dude. So you don't use a, a clippers? You don't uh, just use... on toenails. You don't chew toenails, dude. I'm not flexible enough to chew toenails. I wouldn't do it if <laughs> I could. Would you? No, no I wouldn't. But I'm just saying. You've never been be curious. Like... You've never tried. It'd be like you've I'm... never tried. No, everybody's tried, Adam. Don't give me that, you liar. You're not why, gonna, why are you afraid? You're not going to Dante me. <laughs> Speaking of that famous movie, that immensely greatly movie, uh, we dip into a depressive but somewhat heartwarming topic. Kevin Smith, the man, the myth, the legend himself, recently had One of a our massive heroes, yes. heart attack. I heard that, yeah. that's. <laughs> I, I, I heard it straight from his mouth because... Mm-hmm. The man that he does Hollywood Babylon with, Ralph Garman, recently started his own podcast called The Ralph Report. He recently got let go from uh, this radio, this really big radio station in California, and he decided instead of joining another radio station, he would just start his own podcast. So he does a daily podcast every day, but you only get like a couple of them for free. You have to go to like Patreon to support it and stuff like that because you know dude's got a he's got a family ticket. He's got to pay bills. So, I I get a, key, a couple of them for free, like usually Monday ones. But he did a interview with Kevin Smith. Obviously, people want to know what's going on with Kevin Smith. So Kevin said, "I'll just come on your podcast. We'll just talk about it and stuff." So I listened today to an hour long podcast. That's one half of it where he's discussing this whole thing. And basically, what happened was there was a full one hundred percent blockage of one of his arteries. Like, that's what the doctors told him. Like, it, it's called the, the Widowmaker. It was the artery that was blocked up. It's the one where it's like, if that's if you're going to die from heart attack, it's going to be that one that kills you, apparently. And he had 100% blockage. And to listen to him describe it was, it was sad because we almost lost a great man, but it's also heartwarming because the way he talked about it, he basically mentioned how he didn't, you know, beg God to, you know, give him a second chance or to, you know, save him or something like that. He did. He wasn't like, you know, scared or worried. When he found out that he was close to death, he was content with his life because he's like, dude, I did what I wanted. Like I did everything I wanted to do. I got, I got more out of life than what I thought I was ever going to get. So if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And luckily we didn't lose him. Luckily. It wasn't his time to go. Yes. We still need the next Jay and Silent Bob installment before he kicks the He's bucket. He's working on another one. He is. I know. Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot. So, luckily he has not passed, but apparently he's like, he's been eating healthy for the past couple of years. He's lost a bunch of weight, but he's apparently gone full vegan after this incident because... <coughs> Uh, it was mentioned or something like that. Like the doctor told him that, you know, he's got to take pills for the rest of his life. He's got a set in his heart. Like it's, it's a whole big fucking thing. Like I cannot imagine having a scare like that. Have you ever had a life threatening scare where it's like something that bad happened to you where it's like you have to reevaluate certain things in your life or, you know, you need to 
appreciate what you have or you realize like, hey, I've done what I'm here to do. Like, if I got to go, I got to go. When I was a kid, I was in Canada uh, visiting. I have family that lives in Canada, and we were actually on vacation. We were in a place called Rice Lake, and we were doing some fishing, and my family had a boat, and... um, like I said, I was a kid, and I was I was the boat was parked at the dock, and it was an old, old dock like wooden planks, old rusty stakes in the ground, and a friend of mine. We were on the back of my family's boat, boat, and there was seagulls and other kinds of ducks and wild fowl, and we were throwing bread to the birds, and I'm standing on the back of the boat. I'm trying to throw a piece of bread to a certain bird and I slipped and I fell into the water well what I should have done was just superman that hoe and like just dive into the water and then laugh about it because oh I'm in my clothes and I fell in the water all wet ha that's funny but me being the dumb kid I was I tried to grab so I didn't fall in the water onto the side of the dock There was an old rusty nail sticking out of the dock. It sliced my belly from the bottom all the way to the top. Holy shit. And cut me open, dude. I had to be rushed to the hospital. And, like, they stitched me up. And, like, I lived. I'm here. But, obviously, I have a very hairy chest. But if I was to shave it off, there's a scar that goes up, like, almost, like, diagonal. On my, on my stomach, on my belly. Holy shit. I was like maybe 10, 12 years old, somewhere around then. Yeah, I was fucked. And God bless the Canadian healthcare system for saving my life. And I paid absolutely nothing. And they saved my life. That's insane. That's, yep. That is an insane yep. story. So I was never, I don't think I was ever close to death. But who knows, could have turned out bad. Yeah. Like... Like, there was no organs spilling out like in a zombie movie, but it was definitely, like, skin gone and blood everywhere, so. That's insane. Yeah. So, that's my close. What about you? Um, I, the, I guess the closest I would consider myself to death, uh, I didn't go to the hospital or anything like that afterwards, but there was an incident some years ago with a mutual friend of ours. I'm not going to give any names out, but we got in a really bad car accident. Um, we were both... We were... She, this individual was the one that was driving. Um, Make a fake name up. Uh, Sarah. 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 Sarah was the one that was driving. I was the one in the passenger seat. Was it just the two of you? Yes, it was just two of us. We were coming back from Pittsburgh, and um, Sarah was an incredibly fast driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a person who liked to speed, like, and you know, get from one A to B. You know. You, Fastest point between uh, two places is a straight line. If you drive fast, guess what? You get there faster. So I know Sarah. Sarah was always into cars. Yeah, she always loved cars. She's had a number of speeding tickets. Um, and we were the only person on the highway. It's the only car on the highway. And we passed a check. We Not a checkpoint. A spot where a cop was on the side of the How road. How fast was Sarah going? <coughs> oh, we were going like, eight, like 80, 90, close to 100 miles an hour maybe. Like we were we were flying, like we were flying, and so you were doing a hundred on the highway. It, it might have been a little less than that. Uh, more if likely, if you do I the speed limit, get the fuck out of my way. Exactly. That that's yeah. what it was. And we passed a cop, and 
Uh, were you cop- guys drinking or anything? No, yeah. no, 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 no. There was no drugs, no alcohol, anything like that. Involved. Not we were just, yet. We were just <laughs> night was young. Oh yeah. We were we were just trying to we were just trying to get home. We were just trying to get home from Pittsburgh, and it's we're in, we're impatient people, is what it comes down to. So the cop obviously not going to let that fly. Pulls out. Uh, flashes lights, starts coming with us. We get over the crest. Did he pull out right away, or did yeah, he hesitate? No, he pulled out almost instantly, but we were going so fast that he was pretty far behind us by the time he pulled out and turned on his lights. To the point where we actually went over this like little hill. There's like this little lip, and we went, kind of went down a little bit, and we kind of lost like visual sight. And me, I, me being the dumbass, I suggested turn off this exit. We turn off this exit. He's not going to catch us. You know, he's not. Oh, he, so it was your fucking idea. It, I I introduced the initial idea, and then she was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Like, yeah, let's turn off this exit. Like, like, cause we're like, cause she was she was freaking out, cause she's like, if I get another speed ticket, I'm gonna lose my license. You know, this kind of thing. So we're young, we're dumb. You know, that that's kind of how it is. Uh, we she sees the exit. I don't see the cop behind us. We veer off into the exit. She hits the side of the. Uh, I think she hits like the the, the guardrail. Not she didn't hit the guardrail, but she kind of like skidded a little bit to when we hit the exit. It was a very straight exit, but it still had a curve to it to the point where we started. She f- didn't slow down enough to take the exit. She slowed down a little bit, but definitely not enough. Uh, uh, we started fishtail a little bit. The last thing I heard was, "Oh my god, we're gonna hit, we're gonna crash." That's a, it was it was something like that. Next thing I know, Sarah had the wherewithal during this moment to say. Oh my God, we're gonna crash! It, yeah, it was something like that. Or like, holy shit, hold on! Or it was something like that. It was some kind of warning. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. And we were fishtailing a little bit. Next thing you know, there we hit the. As we're on the exit, when it gets to that curve, obviously we can't make the fucking turn. We're fishtailing. The other side of the exit. Thank God, the other side of the exit didn't lead off. It wasn't like an over, like a downhill area to like the road. It kind of curved up a little bit, almost like it was a little hill. We slam into that hill going maybe 40 or 50 miles an hour. Ouch. Like, we hit. It might have been a little less. It fe- if, if it was less, then it felt like we were going 50, 40 or 50 miles an hour. And luckily, we are both wearing our seatbelts. Because if we weren't, I would have flew out of that fucking windshield. I would have soared out. Out of Superman, out of the fucking windshield. Superman, that oh. Yeah. Like, my last thought would be like, how can I make this cool? Superman it. I would have been my last thought, and I would have died. Um, <coughs> luckily, we ended up ended up. Obviously, we ended up okay. Um, but she was hyperventilating a little bit. She might have, she had asthma, so she was having a real hard like time. A panic breathing. attack. Almost, yeah, she was almost having your a life flash before because, your eyes because we hit the thing. Whole front ends busted up. I'm like I'm cars total. Yeah, I've I've whipped my head forward and shit like that. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to. You did your best Willow Smith impression? Exactly. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get my bearings and stuff like that. I'm like, oh shit! The light, the overhead light came on because the door popped open a little bit and stuff. And I look over and she's like, she's like having it. It's like she can't breathe. And I'm like, oh shit, something's wrong. So not thinking, I whip my seatbelt off. I bust open the door and I sprint to the other side and I open the door, figure out what's going on. I see the flashing lights. As they pull up, but I'm looking in the direction I can see them. And I open the door, I was like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? All of, a, all of a sudden, I hear, freeze, put your hands on the head, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I put my hands <laughs> up instantly. I was like, hands I, up, don't shoot. I, I put my hands up instantly. And as I, I turn back slowly, I'm like, 
sir, I'm sorry, but she's she, there's something wrong with her. You know, something's going on. He cuffs me, puts me to the side of the yeah. road, and goes to deal with her. Yeah. So I'm sitting there in handcuffs forever. You're in- being detained. Yes, I'm being detained. I'm interrogated by this officer sitting there saying, like, what's going on? You guys on drugs? Like, you guys, you know, you got drugs in the car? Something's going on. Something's going on. And I was like, no, sir. There's. I'm trying to be as fucking polite as possible because I know, I know at this point we fucked up. Well, you had going for you, you were white, so that's cool. I was like, we fucked, I, I knew we were fucked, I was like, no, sir, there's no drugs in the car, and the dude was like, no, there's gotta be something going on, you're, you're lying to me, there's gotta be something going on. There's another cop shows up, who was driving down the road, sees what's going on, he shows up, I was talking to him too, I was like, no, she was, she was just afraid that she was gonna get another speeding ticket, she would lose her license, so we decided that we were gonna be stupid, and we did, we did this, and he accepted, the second cop accepts that. Dude was like... No, it was the other way around. The first cop accepted it. The second cop that showed up yeah. was like, there's something going on here. There's drugs or something like that in the situation. And when the ambulance came up, showed up, picked her up, took her away, I get uncuffed. And the second cop looks at me is like, you're lucky he was the first one on the scene because he has control of the situation. He believed your story. If it was me, I'd be running you in right now because there's something going on here. You're, you, you guys are lying to me or something. There, there's no way you did that just to avoid a speeding ticket. And I was like... What do you, what do you want me to do? So how'd you get home? The cop took me home. The cop, I didn't have a ride. The cop took, it started raining. I, I waited there with the cop as the tow truck came to pull the car out of the ditch and put it up on the flatbed so they could drive it away. And I was, it started raining. It was horrible. It, he dropped me off at the sheets that's in West Middlesex because that's where we were meeting some people. And by, bear in mind, this is like an hour or two by the time we were supposed to be meeting these people. So they were hanging out there waiting for us. Um, cause they were supposed, supposed to be crashing at my house and he dropped crashing. me off. The- they were supposed to be crashing. Yes. Yeah. He For dropped sure me off there and I was like, thank Jesus you very freezing. much. Yeah. I think <laughs> I go in there and I was like, you guys are not gonna believe what the fuck just happened. Well, I they t- saw a cop drop you off. Yeah, right? And I, okay. yeah, and I tell the whole fucking story. They come to my house. My, my mother comes downstairs. I tell her, I was like, did you go to the hospital? I was like, no, I didn't go to the hospital. She's like, you could be fucking hurt, like whiplash and shit like that. I'm like, I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay. You should have gone and visited Sarah in the hospital. Was she okay? Uh, she was okay. I didn't go to visit her because her parents uh, went to go see her, obviously. They were still there the whole time. I didn't want to face them because I was in the car and I knew they would blame me too. And I didn't want to deal with that because I was... I, I like, I was, we, she, this person was the kind of person we used to go hang out with her all the time. We all knew her parents and I had a lot of respect for parents. We were visiting a friend who was having a play. He was doing a play. He was an actor. He was having a play going on. We went down to go visit him, hang out with him for a little bit. And then we were going home and we were going to, you know, bullshit at home and stuff like that. We, we live late nights back in the day. We live late nights. So that's what was going on. That was the closest I ever came to death. Now, I always wear my seatbelt, and I try never to speed. Did you not have your seatbelt on for that? I did. Well, you did. Okay. Yeah, I did. But I'm just saying, that's what saved my life, is what I'm saying. The seatbelt saved my life. So, thank goodness we survived that, because we could easily die. Did Sarah lose her license? I don't remember. I don't know if she lost it for a little bit. She must have lost it for a little bit. She got it back, obviously. So, because she's driving today. Hopefully under the speed limit. And to the point where I have so many good memories about it that I still want to go back and Kristen hates it.
And she dreads going there. Well, yeah, because that's fine when you're a teenager and you go to a place like that to ain't go hang out and you ain't go, got no job and go, and go fuck you ain't your got girlfriend shit to and shit like that. Because here's the thing: you're a teenager, you got to go find a place to fuck. So you're gonna go to like a, a fair like Jefferson I Township mean, Fair, so you can go. Find I have some... fucked at many a fair. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've never had the pleasure, but <laughs> no, I've never fucked at a fair. Adam. Oh well, I've never fucked. Well, at a... you've lived more more of a life than I've ever lived, so I can't really call any bullshit on some things you do fucked at a convention center once there you go see <laughs> never had the pleasure <laughs> yeah so no i have never had the pleasure of doing that but yeah so i'm gonna bring back a segment okay that we've done uh we've done before haven't done it in a long time we're gonna bring back the douche of the day that's a that's an old that's ass an segment. Old, we're gonna bring that's back an oldie. And today's douche of the day is a gentleman, and I use the term gentleman very, very loosely. You use the term gentleman meaning he's a guy. He yes, he's and a he, male individual. He's a douchebag, and he goes by the name T.J. Burke. So let me tell you a little bit of backstory about T.J. Burke. I've known him for a long time. Um... I would even say at one point I would have considered him a friend. Uh, I went to school with him only for two years, ninth and 10th grade. That was it. Uh, we played baseball and we played football together. We hung out like in groups of friends together. Um, he was even a douchebag back then, but I, like I said, considered him a friend. He is making national news. He's from the area where we live, but he lives in Pittsburgh now. And... Give you a little bit of backstory about him. His uh, sh- this goes to show you how much of a douchebag he is, and worse, his father was a police officer, not only just a cop. He was like the chief of police, um, in this area where we are, and he got a job. His dad, of course, hired him to be a beat cop, and he was a cop, a patrolman for a couple of years. And then something came up where he got arrested. He didn't have to go to police academy or anything like that? You, I think you... I, I'm kind of ignorant on this. If somebody knows better and they want to fact check us, send us an email. But I think you only go to police academy if you're going to be a state cop. Okay. I think if you're going to be like a local <clears throat> municipality, you just have to like take a training course or whatever. Well, then that's wrong. But, it is. It is wrong. But yes. we'll discuss that a later date. Anyway, okay. he was hired. I to could be... be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. But so his father, who was the chief of police, hired him to be a cop, and he was a cop for a couple of years. And he was married, and he had a couple of kids. Well, then police get called to his house one night because he beat the living daylights out of his wife. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he beat he beat up his wife. So he got arrested and he went to jail. Um, because he's a cop and he got arrested for that, he, of course, lost his job. So he didn't have a job anymore. So after all of his legal stuff, whatever was happened and got settled, he decides that uh, he's going to start a business. A, not a, I almost said a non-profit, but it's not a non-profit. It's a for-profit business. And what he does, it's called Officers Down 5K. And what he does, he organizes like 5K races. And he hosts them all over the country. And it's supposed to be a fundraiser benefit 
for the families of fallen police officers. That's an that's a, that's a admirable thing. Officers who have died in the line of duty. He, ra- he hosts these races and gives the money, a par- portion of the money to charity. And of course, it's admirable. Makes it's, it's admirable, though. It's, you think. You he, think it is, yeah. right. So then fast forward a little bit. His dad's still the, the chief of police, and his dad makes... The, the great air we always do. Mind you, his dad is the chief of police in Farrell, which is a relatively or if, or if urban... Live, or if you live in this area, Farrell. It's a relatively urban area, uh, a large black community. The mayor of Farrell, who would be his boss, happens to be a black woman. And he was on the clock, he was working, he was currently working, and he was at his desk in the police... the whatever it was, the police office. And he's on his work computer sending emails through his work emails. But he's sending personal emails to like friends. He accidentally hits... Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know what that means, don't do it because it can always be traced back to you. Always use your personal email on your personal computer. His father acts, makes it even worse. He accidentally hits reply all. Oh! He sends an email that uses the N-word three different times. By replying to all, it went to everyone, including the mayor. What was the email, though? Like, it was to a friend of his where they were just talking I'm about... I'm sick them. of all these... I didn't read the email. I didn't read the email. I don't think it was made public, but from what I've heard, from what the story was reported, it used the N-word two or three different times. So, needless to say, he wasn't fired, but the mayor asked for his resignation. And he did, so he resigned. So then he went to go work for his son, the wife beater, TJ, at this Officers Down 5K, at this admirable thing you said. Side note, uh, if you ever had a son, just quick question, if you had a son and you knew that he beat his wife and got arrested for it, what would be your thought of your son? Remember, it's your son... So, would you ever forgive him for that, or? You asking me, or is yes, it a you, hypothetical you, no, question? No, you personally. Like, if you if you had a son, and you he grew up, and you found out he was a wife beater, what would be your thought? Like, would you disown him, or would you still consider him your son, but be very wary of him? Or would you forgive him? It's a very tough question. It is um, tough. That's why I asked. I asked as, the tough questions. As a father, I would not disown my kid. I would be very wary. I would be hurt. I would <coughs> want my child to do their time. I would want them to pay for their crimes. And I would still love them unconditionally. They would still be my kid. Listen, I got, a, I got an 84 on my first uh, political philosophy exam so it i consider myself an amateur philosopher i guess you could say adam talks about school that's right i i consider myself an amateur philosopher now officially that's what i am so you've heard it here folks so i gotta ask tough questions anyway back to the story at hand so the police chief father in particular went to go work for his son the wife beater not the not the shirt wearing kind, the personal kind. So the here's where the story gets really interesting. This is where it starts to make national news. Apparently, 
he started embezzling money from his business. And there was a couple places that had run these 5Ks three different times now, once a year. And they started making less and less money. And he had vendors. He had people who would sign up to be involved with the races. He stopped paying them altogether. And it just came out that he had stolen so much money from these families of fallen officers that he was doing this race for. He was giving them next to nothing. Some some nothing. He owes tons of cash to all these people. He's screwed out of this. And if you put if you line that up with everything I've told you about the guy so far, he is just an absolute scumbag. And the fact that I went to school with this kid for two years before he left and went to another school for whatever reasons. I, I knew him, I considered him a friend, and now I consider him the douche of the day. Do you do you uh regret knowing this individual or does hearing this story make you think he is a douche of the day but there's a little bit extra for you because you know him kind of thing like he's a famous guy now across the nation his story is famous for all the wrong reasons yeah, famous for all the wrong reasons but does knowing him make the story any obviously the story is not going to be better for you but does like knowing him because he's now famous across the nation is you like i know that fucking asshole yeah, yeah, does that really, make it better yeah. for you it does i can you I know mean, what i'm saying i mean so. there's asshole douchebag people all over the country who do this shit on the regular but this one i fucking know personally and he's like all over the news, all over the country, Texas, California, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio. He's he's done this shit in all these places, like New Hampshire, Connecticut, all these different places. He's got people suing him, and um, actually, a friend of mine is his attorney, is his defense attorney. Really? Yep. Do I know him? Maybe. I'm not going to mention names, but okay. you might. Okay. Uh, and I don't blame this person at all, because that's his job. Yeah. To be an attorney, hey, you know, I could never be a defense attorney. And our good friend Muha, wait, he's, wait, he's wait. not the one doing this, but our good friend Muha is a defense attorney too. And I've had this conversation with him. I've said, man, God bless you. I couldn't do it, because if you had to defend somebody who, like, raped and murdered a child, your job is to give them a fair shake, to give them a good defense. And... That's his job, and you have to like do that. Even if you know that person is guilty of sin, you got to defend them. That's hard to do. I don't think I can do I don't it. Okay, this is qu question on on you personally. I understand how you can, like, you know that these defense attorneys, these people in question that you were talking about, Muha and this other person that will mm -hmm. not be named right. on this podcast. You say that they have to defend these people, and you're like, I don't know how you do it, man. I, you know, more power to you. I don't know how the fuck you do that kind of bullshit because you know this dude's guilty, but you still have to defend him and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Sir, how is it? How is it you don't? How is it you don't think of them any less? But a few episodes ago, we talked about. You remember the situation where. Uh, there was that one businessman who was an Arab individual, Middle Eastern individual who's getting... pronounced Arab. I've had a few beers, Scott. That's okay. I don't care how it's pronounced. It's pronounced Arab, but it's okay. It's okay. I, that's it was just why, a, it that's, was just a slip of the tongue. That's, right. why, that's why I knew I mispronounced it. That's mm -hmm. why I went to Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern individual, mm -hmm. who was a Middle Eastern individual who was getting... Uh, 
deported. Deported. Yeah. And you, he is deported now, by the way. He is deported yeah. now. That's a, that's a shame. He is in Georgia. But like when it came to the people that work for the office who don't make the rules, they have to follow the rules. You said that they're assholes. But then Muhan, this other defense attorney that you know they have to defend scumbags. You'd like more power to you, man. I don't know how you do it, man. But you know you gotta do what you gotta do. How do you, how do you defend that? Because I, you know, it's because I know how you do it though. It's because you don't know the people that are in this office that had. To I this think man. you're comparing apples to kangaroos. I mean, if you go back and listen to that episode, I even said on the show I didn't blame the people individually as much as I blamed the higher ups for for making this this rule. I think it was it was a shitty rule for what happened. But I don't want to reiterate and go back know, into old stuff. I know, but, but I know. I'm just, I, I'm just, I don't, I'm just, th- I don't think curious. it's the same situation just, at all. I'm just curious because, like, when you say the higher ups that made the rule, the higher ups we're talking about is like the president. But well, like not the high, necessarily. There's but like the higher ups in the office fall have to follow the law, and they don't make the law. The higher ups in the office have to follow the law. So, but they enforce it. Yes, they enforce it. Just enforce. like Muha has to defend scumbags, same as his other attorney has to defend scumbags because it's their job. It's it's you're you're comparing defending to prosecuting. It's completely different. I mean, it's still it's he still already got the, prosecuted. It's still and, in the courtroom and it's still trying to make a good case. We're gonna use what? the word case. It's still trying to make a good case for a scumbag versus trying to make a good case against a good man. I everything I just said about our douche of the day, TJ Burke, is everything I've read and it's been in the media, the news, the TV. I personally don't know any of that. I, I, I never witnessed him beat his wife. I never read the email that his father sent. I never had money stolen from me from the race. So personally I know him. And I always thought he was a douchebag, and I could totally see him being this kind of a person. But as for what he's being charged with a crime for, I don't know. I don't. So because of that, it's it's a, it's an innocent until proven guilty thing for me. That's the way our justice system works. Like it or not, that's the way it works. So he does deserve a fair defense. I couldn't be on the jury because I know him personally and I know what a dickhead he always was. So that would be my personal prejudice against him to thinking, oh, well, he's, I could totally see him doing this bullshit because that's the kind of person he is. You yeah. need, you need somebody on that jury that's completely neutral. Which is almost impossible to find. Eh. It's almost impossible to find because, like, you're the kind of person where if you were, if you went on a jury with somebody you did not know, you could be fairly impartial. You could be, nobody is fully impartial, but you are the kind of person who could be fairly impartial where it's like, I want to hear what the dude has to say. I've heard the prosecution. I want to hear the defense. I want to hear what he has to say before I make my decision. There's a lot of people that aren't like that. And a lot of the, here's, the problem is you and me are the kind of people that try to get out of jury duty. So we don't deal with that kind of bullshit. I want to be on a jury so bad. Do you? So bad. I got called for jury duty one time and it was federal jury duty i had to keep calling in and doing this bullshit and i wanted to get picked so bad and i never had to go to pittsburgh for it but i got called for jury duty one time and i got out of it because i was a student at edinburgh and i was living up there at the time so Uh i could not be called i i was like i i can't miss my classes and drive down there every single day for like a couple days just to do this jury thing so i got out of it because of my excuse which you can get out of it if it's like you know school Kind of things like school I kind want of things you can get out of it so badly to be on a jury. I like I like 
romanticize about being on a jury. Like, I've watched enough John Grisham films where I picture myself, like, being being the one guy from 12 Angry Men who, like, pulls out the bonus knife. Like, that's fucking me, dude. I want to convince everybody. I want to be that persuasive. And yet, as romanticizing goes, it never lives up to your expectations. I never get called. I don't want to fucking... Give me a chance, man. <laughs> give me a chance. This podcast might not give you a chance. <laughs> So from growing one douchebag to another douchebag, this is a story that's been about three months old now. It's about two or three months old at this point, but it's a story from the beginning of this year. There was a vlogger. A, the, a, vlogger. a logger? Like a lumberjack? Vlogger. Vlo- vlogger, as in a video <laughs> logger, as in somebody who... Like a vampire lumberjack? As in somebody who records their life... And posts it to social media, YouTube, Twitch, all that kind of bullshit, so that they that's basically their job essentially. Like it's it's depressing, I know, but it's it's the world we live in and it's fine, I guess. Doing you know? a podcast is a lot better than that bullshit. Yeah. They, some people would consider our job to be the same as their job, because you know, we're just recording bullshit and throwing it up there. So Well, we have the face for radio. Oh yeah, we definitely do. But there was a vlogger by the name of Logan Paul. L O G A N. Is that the guy from Breaking Bad? No. Okay. No, it was not the guy from Breaking Bad. He's a Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. No, not not him. Logan Paul. We're talking about. He is a vlogger, a very famous vlogger for anybody who's into that kind of thing. Very well known. Lots of followers. Makes a decent chunk of change for his work. Like a far more than you and I make for what he does. Um, And he decided that on one of his expeditions, he and his friends were visiting Japan. And they were, you know, seeing the sights, you know, you know, video periscoping or doing whatever uh, live YouTubing, whatever they were doing, kind of bullshit. uh, Seeing the sights and recording the stuff, uploading it to YouTube, all that kind of bullshit. Facebook Um, Live, Instagram Live, live, Periscope. Yeah, you know, they were doing Mm -hmm. all that kind of bullshit. Um, I say bullshit because I'm not kind of bullshit. Um, a okay. little bit. Fair enough. A little bit. Um, but they decided for whatever reason that they were going to visit the suicide forest. There's a very famous forest in Japan where people go to commit suicide. I've heard about it. Yes, I believe it is called the Aokigaraha Suicide Forest. One more I'd- time. No, because I'm not fluent in Japanese. I watched an episode of Ghost Hunters International where they investigated it. Remember that show? I do remember that show. That show was a flaming turd. absolutely was. Um, But they went. They decided they were going to go, and they were going to go videotape in there. Oh, we're going to the suicide forest. Yeah, look at us. We're fucking badasses. We're going to the suicide forest. Nothing more than you and I would do. We would do the same thing. All right. If we were in Japan, we back in our ghost hunting days. If we were in Japan and we decided, oh, there's a suicide forest, we should go record there. Maybe we'll see a fucking ghost or something, you know, or some dumb bullshit like that. We would do the same thing. That's not why this man is a douchebag, and I use man very loosely. There we go. He is at best 18, 19, maybe. He's a young man. Very young man. Is that how old he is? He's young. I Dude, thought he was at least 21. He might be. He may be 21. I don't know. He's yeah. a young man. He's at least under 25. Under In his like early 20s at the very least. Um, 
And I can understand why the man is popular. You know, he's a charismatic young man. I'm sure they were doing sake bombs, but I don't know what the drinking age is in Japan. I'm sure it's younger. It's got to be younger. It's always younger in other countries, always. So, charismatic young man. Some in maybe the early 20s, late teens, early 20s would consider him a good-looking young man. Maybe that's why he's so popular. Eh, I still say he looks like a third-string lacrosse player at a private school. That's because we're in our late 20s, early 30s, you know? And women in our late mid to late 20s and above would consider him be like, no, he's a young-looking dude. I don't, I'm not all about that. He looks like he's 15. So, anyway... Here or there, his friends and him decided they could go record in this forest. And what did they come across? A ghost. They, if only a ghost, that would that would be far more popular and far more interesting. Was an old man McCready in a ghost costume? I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids and that pesky dog. No? I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for your meddling vloggers. Okay. So um, what did he find? He found a dead body. <gasps> An a actual suicide body? Suicide body. Somebody decided to go to the forest and hang themselves. Oh. And they didn't do it in the way of snapping their necks so it ended quickly. They, from what I could tell from the video, tied themselves to this tree and strangled themselves till they died. So they were hanging towards like the so trunk they of didn't, the tree. They weren't hanged like they weren't hanging like out in the middle of like a branch swinging in the wind. Their body was they against weren't the lynched. Tr- no, their they, body was like against the trunk. Of the- you could tell it was a half-assed job, and they strangled. You could tell. You could tell the way the body was. So I remember hearing about this, but I tried to see the video that was causing all the uproar, but YouTube you, removed it. You can only see blurred video. There are blurred videos out there where you can't see the body, but you can see the video itself. Well, what the fucking point is that? I'm trying to see the bo- I mean, dead here's body. The thing, here's the thing. I understand the fascination behind it. But the problem is, the reason why he's douchebag is because when he found this, he not only uploaded the video of this dead individual to his YouTube page, but he, when they found it, they called the authorities, but they continued recording and were freaking out about it, like, oh my God, can you believe this shit? Oh my God, I, I saw this dead body. Can you believe this shit is real? Holy shit. Like they were basically making a spectacle of this person that killed themselves. I thought they did like shots. I don't remember that. I think that. they did like shots, yeah. I don't remember that. But I know they were making they were basically making a spectacle of this person who killed themselves. This person who decided to commit suicide and he caught a lot of shit for it. But it's the online community. He's going to bounce back. He lost his advertising rights, I heard. He uh he can't get money for advertisement and that he, according to that he loses a million dollars a day. Because he loses advertisements. So, you probably know more about this than me. When you watch YouTube videos, there's, especially like the really like trending ones, the really viral videos, there's always like that ad ahead of it. Like a nine second ad that plays before the video. He had those in his. And those advertisements for him would pay him money. And he's like rich as fuck from doing these vlogs. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those YouTubers and streamers and vloggers stuff like that, they make tons of money on advertising and things like that. They make a shit ton because they make a certain. What it was was YouTube would pay them a certain amount per view, and like a lot of these uh, vloggers and YouTubers would make like a few hundred thousand views, and some of these YouTubers and stuff like that were making like millions of dollars a year. Like I remember, I was listening to a. Uh, 
Joe Rogan podcast recently, and he had Dan Carlin on there. I don't know if you know of Dan Carlin. He's the hardcore history guy. Fantastic podcast, that mm. is. But he has had him on there, and they were talking about... They were talking about... It led into, like, this YouTube, like, this a commerce thing and about how the generation of, like, sharing and, like, what we're doing on here, podcasting, and people can share whatever they want. And Joe Rogan was like, yeah, there's this, like, YouTuber that I've never heard of before who lives, like, a couple blocks away from me, and he spent, like, $9 million on this house, and all he does is YouTube and vlogging and shit. And it's insane. Like, these people are making shit tons of money doing this kind that of thing. It could have been us, Adam. It could have been huge. Yeah, if, if only... could have been a contender. If only we had started a few years earlier, you know, we, we could have been a contender. But now, now everybody's doing it, so it's like the popular ones or the people with the unique ideas are the ones making the money now. So, but... So back to Logan you, Paul. Yeah, you you fought you fought me hard in point on this on this thing because you didn't believe it for the longest time that that that's the way it was. Could have been a contender. Yeah. So he here's something about this this dickhole this cockstain Logan Paul. I'm not a fan if you can't tell. And yeah, there's a lot of people that are not. So a as fan a kid anymore. growing up, you know I was real cliche. I loved posters, Adam. My room was covered in posters. I had, like, the quintessential, like, the stereotypical, you know, the Guns N' Roses poster, or, like, the the Bob Marley smoking a joint playing soccer. I had the the Che Guerrero. You know, I had those ones. And you buy those a lot of times, like, you go to FYE, and they have those... Those little stands, you like flip through them. They have the corresponding yeah. number on the bottom. You know, they just have the display. That ones doesn't exist anymore. So those aren't things. Yeah. And then when I was in college, they used to do like the poster sales, where they'd come to your school and they'd like lay them out on tables. It was pretty gnarly. I love that shit. Just the other day, I was walking through one of our least favorite places, Walmart, and I don't remember why, but I was over toward that section. And they had one of those flippy things with the posters. They're like the only ones that still have it. Yeah, they had one of those. And I, like, didn't stop and scroll through them because it would have just been fucking depressing. But it was opened. The one, whoever was looking at it last, left it open midway through. So you could see the two that were... Yeah. Do you want to know who the posters were of the two? Oh, tell me. One was Logan Paul. God. The vo- he has his own fucking poster. Like... People are going to put him on their wall. The other one was Kylie Jenner. And I'm like, I'm looking at this, and I'm like... This is how I knew uh, Trump was going to get elected. This is why they eat Tide Pods. Like, yes, this is this is how I knew. But here's the thing. that's the, that These are the celebrities of their day. These are the celebrities. Like my sister, for example, she is... Uh, 16, she might be 17 now. She's and 17 now. She's 17 going now. on 17. I do believe she is 17 now. She just turned 17 a couple months ago. She is, she knows way more about YouTubers and vloggers and Twitch the, and Twitch streamers than she knows about people that star in TV shows and movies and things like that. Like, that's the way this generation is. That's the way a lot of this generation, they're into the... And you know what? I both love it and hate it. I both love it and hate it. I hate it in the in the sense of these people are doing almost nothing, and yet they're making millions of dollars every year, and they're getting all this fame and fortune. But I love it at the same time because it is the thing that allows for a distraction to exist. So it's like a pro and a con kind of thing. If, if it wasn't for this shit, 
we wouldn't have a podcast right now, really. So, okay, we took a quick, quick minor break in between hand because we're going to do something very special. Before we do that special thing, I had a chance to watch the video about, uh, for a second time on TMZ, this Logan Paul character, what his video was, and I saw all the comments. I think people are misunderstanding the reason why people are pissed off about this man. They're pissed off not because he went to this forest and he videotaped somebody and discussed about it. If he had made a video afterwards talking about this, what he went through, that would have been different. The fact of the matter is he uploaded a video showing this person who killed himself for monetary purposes. Just want to get that off my chest. Continue. Scott, you've got something very special in mind for us. You got what? What do you I have for do, us? and we are going to play a game right now. Welcome back to For Your Distraction. And today, we're going to play Are They a YouTuber or a Founding Father? I'm going to give you a name, Adam. And you have to tell me whether this person is a YouTube personality or a framer of our Constitution. Now, it's going to be especially difficult for me because I am not a American history buff. I do like history, but when it comes to our country, I don't know too much about the past. All so right. this is going to be challenging for me. Let's do it. The first one. You ready? I'm ready. Richard Henry Lee. Are they a YouTuber or are they a founding father? Founding father. Very good. Richard Henry Lee was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. You know what hinted from me? Lee. That was that Lee. was the name. He is actually an ancestor of Robert E. Lee. He is the great grandfather, I believe, or the grandfather of Robert E. Lee. Richard Henry Lee is Founding father. So that's one and zero for me. All right. Next one. Caesar Rodney. Oh, that's a YouTuber. YouTuber. Yeah. Really? Caesar Rodney was the first governor of Delaware. His and name founding was Caesar. Father. His name was Caesar. Caesar. Caesar Rodney was a founding father, Adam. Caesar fucking Rod. Yes. Oh, this is going to... Okay, 1-1, one, 1-1. Okay. One, one, one. We're tied. All right. Ray William Johnson. Founding father. Really? Johnson one of was the a- most popular YouTubers on the internet, Ray William Johnson. First of all, Johnson threw me off. Second of all, pick a better vlog YouTuber name than Ray William Johnson. I understand that's probably your real name. Can you get an alias, please? Anyway, continue. All right. Next we have John J. Founding father. Correct. There we John go. J is one of the most important central figures of the United States. Very good. Two and one, two and one. Two, 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 two. Two, two. Two, two. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Two, two. All right, here we go. Alan Becker. YouTuber. No! YouTuber is correct! I, you know what? I, I had a thought in my head. I'm glad I did not change my mind. All right. So you're three, two. Three, two. 
Adam Dahlberg. Dahlberg. Was there a founding father named Dahlberg? I'm going to say yes. Founding father. Founding father. Fuck. He is a YouTuber. I don't know how many Jews were involved in the Constitution. Is, but, is but not Adam name? Dahlberg because he is a YouTube personality. A popular one at that. Is Dahlberg a Jew name? I assume. So I've you were you just being racist then? Okay. On to the next. Okay. <laughs> On to the next. Robert Livingston. Oh, that's a that's a founding father. Very good. I didn't know Very that one. Good. Yeah, founding father. All right, we'll do two more. Roger Sherman, founding father. Oh, he's on fire, folks. Was it 5-4? Five, 5-4 four, five, four now? All right. Carl Benjamin. That is a YouTuber. YouTuber, correct! Ah, oh, 6-4. All right, last one. And this one's for double the points. Of course it is. Double the points. You know is. what? We're going to triple the points on this one. <laughs> this one's for all the marbles. Here we go. It's like Family Feud. Like the the first two fucking rounds never matter. Exactly. Because like Steve Harvey's always like, all right, third round, we're gonna quintrench all the points here. All right, here we go. Charlie McDonald, YouTuber. A very fantastic job. Join us next time on. Is it a YouTuber or is it a founding father here on For Your Distraction? We'll see if that game lasts. <laughs> I like the idea of games. We should we should think of different games, though. We should think of more games to do uh, on For Your Distraction. I do like that. I do like that. So who should be the douche of the day? T.J. Burke or Logan Paul? T.J. Burke, obviously. Logan Paul, Logan Paul, he's a douchebag, but he's always going to have his followers. I just I just read a bunch of YouTube comments that were defending his video and stuff like that, but they totally missed the point of why the fact that people are pissed off, but whatever. The whole point I explained at the beginning, whole point of why they were pissed off wasn't the fact that he recorded was the fact that he uploaded for monetary content. He could have easily just talked about it later in a vlog without having to upload the image of a dead person. So absolutely the uh your your old buddy, your old your old pal from high school is absolutely douche of the day. We haven't talked so far in these past two shows really much about pop culture. We haven't really delved into it. I guess you could say the Logan Paul thing is a bit a bit of pop culture, but not what you and I enjoy about pop culture. So, let's talk a little bit. Did you hear about the fact that the some of the people behind Game of Thrones are doing a Star Wars trilogy of their own? Did you hear about the story behind that? I did hear you did something hear about along that? those lines, yeah. I want to ask you, do you think that the Star Wars universe, the market can be oversaturated now at this point? The fact that they're doing so much Star Wars, they're doing not just the initial stories, but they're doing extra stories beyond. We've got the Han Solo movie coming out. We had Rogue One. We've got these this new trilogy apparently coming out that's going to be outside the main story. Do you think that they're now oversaturating the market to the point where it's going to be like, they're never going to do bad, but they're going to be a little less enjoyable? 
Yeah, I'll tell you. Yes, to answer your question, yes, I I do feel that way. I think uh, Disney paid several billion for the rights to Lucasfilm. So we knew they weren't just going to pay that kind of money and do nothing with it. And they're making serious money with these films. But let me take you way back to a time before you and I were even a glimmer in our parents' eye. Star Wars A New Hope came out in 1977. <clears throat> Empire Strike Back came out in 1980. Return of the Jedi 1983. There was a trend. Every three years, you got a Star Wars film. I like that. It made, you, it made you want more. You had to wait. We get a Star Wars movie every six months now. Now we might be getting two Star Wars movies. It's, it, it's... Like, yeah, like... Yeah, it's <clears throat> too much. It's... I get Disney's going to do it. They're going to make these films, and we want to see these films. But do they need to, like, toss them out as quickly as they're doing them? Like, twice a year? You get one along the Star Wars storyline, and you're getting a whatever story with the Star Wars. I I think it's too much. I do. I want want time. Like, I feel like I haven't even got a chance to, to digest what happened in Rogue One, and then we get The Last Jedi out already. So, I just thought of this. I think it would be in Disney's best interest if instead of doing movies constantly, they did like the main Star Wars movies, maybe every few years do an outside movie uh, like Rogue One or something like that. But I think it would be in their best interest if they went to TV and did series instead. Like, for example, we've got the Han Solo movie coming out. I think it would be in their best interest if they did that. In a, that would be better as a TV series. Like, if they did that, kind of like HBO does their series, there's a Hulu series on it uh, that they have on there. I think if Disney did their own series like that, like, for example, the Han Solo story as a series, I think that would be in their best interest. Because I've heard criticism, it's a very minor criticism, but it's an important criticism where we see the image of the Millennium Falcon when it's first built, when it's in pristine condition, when we see the inside of the Millennium Falcon, when it's pure white, it looks it looks like it's brand new, no scuff marks, but the people that are really hardcore fans of Star Wars have done the math, and they said that between this moment that we're getting this movie with Han Solo, and when we first see him in A New Hope, there's only like a seven year difference. So I people are speculating that like how can the Millennium Falcon get this rusted out on the inside and this dirty within seven years? How long have you had your car? Uh two or three years. Yeah, it's about the same for me. My car's beat the fucking shit, dude. Mine's not. And I haven't made the Kessel run. <laughs> so I'm telling you what, dude. Most people are but we're hard talk- on but vehicles. The, but we're talking about like rust. Like things that corrode over time. We're talking about dirt and filth, this much dirt and filth. When, but we're talking about also a ship that houses at best two or three people at, at any time. Space is a vacuum. Like metal should not corrode or rust. Exactly. But if he's on a planet, which he is quite often with an atmosphere, then it very well could. So. But I'm saying like that's that's kind of a valid criticism because seven years really isn't that long. It's not really that long, especially in a universe this big. I think it would have been better if Disney would have approached it in a series-based thing. Like if they, I think they need to stop trying to make 
these big cinematic movies because you can make this almost a very same experience very similar on the tv screen doing hulu netflix don't do their own personal service site because nobody's gonna fucking watch it especially since disney is making their own streaming service that's what i mean don't their own yeah, personal service they I are, don't they are yeah so don't put it on there because nobody's gonna fucking watch you you'll get some but we live in an age where there's a lot of streaming sites now, and it's getting to the point where everybody wants their own streaming sites. People are going to stick with Hulu and Netflix and their HBO and maybe like Showtime and maybe one other. So, like, I know I'm not going to get the Disney streaming site. I am. Don't you, you are, worry about you it. You are, obviously. I'll give you my password. You are, obviously. I'm not going to do it. So, it's, it's like the new Star Trek series on CBS Access. It's on their streaming site. I don't know anybody that has CBS. I don't know anybody that has that from all the people that I know and all the podcasts I listen to. They're like, yeah, I'll, I, I'll watch Star Trek, but I'll get like the seven day free trial and binge watch Star Trek and then cancel it before it's over. I heard it's, is it coming to Amazon video? Amazon Prime? I doubt it. I doubt it. I heard that. I doubt it. They I won't make it. Heard, they won't make any money if they do that. I doubt it. So I also heard that, uh, when Disney gets their own uh, streaming service, you're going to lose a lot of their properties. Like, right now on Hulu and Netflix, you have a lot of the ESPN shows, you have a lot of the ABC shows, you have a lot of ABC family shows, of course, Disney Channel stuff. All of that material that's on those streaming services are all going to be taken off and moved to Disney's own. Which makes sense. They would do that. It makes sense. I don't know what their contract is currently with Netflix and Hulu, but I'm sure they'd have to stick out their contract, and then when that expires, they'll just bring them over to their service. It makes sense, but of all the people that I know, you are the only one that would be getting their Disney access. Can't premium. wait. You are the Can't only one. Can't wait. You're the only one. I, I refuse. Day one. I refuse. I refuse. Refuse. You don't I, want my password? No, I'm saying I adamantly refuse to pay for the service. Is what I'm saying. I because here's the thing. I because when when these stations start making their own service and people keep jumping over, it just encourages more stations to make their own service so that less things come on. The whole point of Netflix and Hulu is to consolidate these things so we don't have to pay. The idea was to not pay for the cable companies and pay all this extra money. We could pay a little bit of money and give these people our money. And still have all this great content. Now it's getting spread out to the point where it's like, we might as well just fucking have the cable companies back at this point. That's what's com- That's what it's coming down to. So it's not going to be any better. It's You're not right, going to be any better. It's capitalism, homie. Netflix, I think, Netflix was on the cutting edge. They were the first to do this, right? <clears throat> Pretty much, yeah. Because they started out as mail-order yeah. DVDs. Yeah. Which I found out my father-in-law still does that. Netflix still does that. It's still a service they offer, which is crazy cakes. Well, you can get you crazy can, cakes. Well, you can get like a lot of the brand new stuff through the DVDs. Like you can get like stuff that came out yesterday through the DVDs. Is what he it does is. that. Yes. Yeah. You can't get that. He through has the Netflix on his smart TV also, but he still gets the you red get the, well, you envelopes get, in the mail with a disc in it. You still get the streaming service if you have the full package. But, like, if you just have, like, the streaming stuff, you can't get the brand new shit that comes out, like, yesterday, so... Well, my father-in-law does that, and I thought that was kind of strange to see somebody still doing that. But I gotta hand it, I gotta hand it to Netflix. They came up with this idea, they were on the cutting edge, and, and they pulled a nice thing off. And then Hulu kind of copied them, and every network, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, they copied them with their own. Disney's cop... That's what it is. It's It's capitalism. People are seeing... 
hey, Netflix is making a shit ton of money. We want, we like money too. Yeah, let's but it's, do it's our own the, and make. It's money. one of those things like, well, like Disney is like trying to pull all their movies and stuff like that off these other services, like all, all their shit and stuff like that. I'm being honest with you. I'll just buy the fucking movie at that point. I'll just buy get the, the digital movie. code. I'll just, yeah, I'll just buy the movie. Get the digital <laughs> code. I just buy the movie. I'm not going to give them my money for a service to watch their movies. Like it's a very good, convenient thing to be able to watch their movies and stuff like that on Netflix and Hulu and stuff. But like. I'm not going to pay for their service to go watch the Marvel movies or the Star Wars. I'll just fucking buy the movie. Like, it's still going to give them a little bit of money, obviously, because I'm buying the movie for I them, wonder it's how like... it's going to work with some of the Marvel stuff that's on Netflix. Like the Netflix original Mar- Marvel series. Oh, that's not going anywhere. Because it's Netflix's, right? But now Disney owns Marvel. Like, all of it. Like, they own it <laughs> It's not going anywhere. All. Because, well, Jessica Jones Season 2 starts in a week. Season 2 starts in a week. Like, on Netflix. Like, I'm looking forward to it. It looks really good. I want to watch it. Jessica Jones Season 2 starts in a week. The brand new season. And I'm they're continuing going. I'm just trying to going. figure out. And, and Disney... It depends on who owns them. There, there may have been another company that owns... the Like, Netflix itself probably owns these side series. But they have a, an agreement that you can tell these stories as long as you keep it in the same universe. Like, that might be the agreement that Netflix said, we want to tell these outside stories, we want to get a little piece of the pie, and and Marvel's like, okay, it's fine, we'll give you the piece of pie, but you have to make sure that they exist in the same universe. We're not going to give you any maybe, of our maybe. actors, we're not going to let you take any of our actors, but they have to exist in the same universe. You might be right there. So, like, they could like, be in a, it's like Sony with Spider-Man. Here's a perfect example. Disney acquired 21st Century Fox, which owns the... X-Men side yeah. of the Marvel. Yeah. Well, now Disney owns the X-Men now because they acquired 21st Century Fox. But there's three films, Deadpool 2, X-Men Dark Phoenix, and The New Mutants. I can't wait for The New Mutants. That those so good. Those three films are already filmed, produced. They're ready. They're ready. They're 21st Century Fox. Disney can't come in there now and say, yeah, these three films are ours now. So Fox is putting those three films out. Under their logo. I don't think there'll be a Disney one before it because they were made before the merger. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know think, what you mean. I don't it's, think there will but the, be. But that's my, whole, that's my whole argument for the reason why I don't think the X-Men are going to join the Marvel Universe because there's already so many properties out there that... You have little faith. Well, here's the thing. Like, they're doing the Venom movie, but the Venom symbiote came from space and it originated with Spider-Man. Like, the, origi- the original... The origination of the symbiote suit was Spider-Man had this symbiote suit and he, symbiote suit and he went to the secret Sony's wars. Sony's doing which, it. Sony's doing, but he's existing in the same universe as the as, as, as Tom Spider-Man. Holland Spider-Man. Apparently, from what I've heard, Spider-Man is supposed to make a cameo appearance in that movie. Like it's existing in the same universe because Venom is still by Sony. Sony did that. Yes. So, but apparently, like I'm, I'm dead serious. Like unless something changed, cool. unless something changed, it's supposed to be existing in the same universe. Like, but Venom is supposed to be kind of his own property because Venom turned into an anti-hero. He's not a hero, but he's not always a villain. He's like an anti-hero who's like out for his own gain. So that's that's kind of what he's they're doing right now. I've they showed the symbiote alien thing, but like <coughs> you have little faith. Know. You have little faith. I have a guy. I got a guy. He does a podcast. I listen to it. He is an in. He has an in with the Disney Corporation. Let me tell you, he has insider information that Disney is in talks right now, and they're looking to interview actors 
to do a Disney Wolverine movie. The different Wolverine, not Hugh Jackman. That's fine if they do a Disney Wolverine. It's not a matter of that. It's a matter of whether or not they have them existing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's what it's about. Oh, well. That's what it's about. I don't care. You, you misunderstood everything then, Scott, because I don't care if they do a Disney X-Men movie. They're going it's to. About whether or not, They're going to. It's about whether or not it exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, we Universe. talked about this on the other show before. Yes. I want it to. I want it to be part of the MCU. Does does that mean I, I don't want because to see, it's too too much unexplained Does that bullshit. mean I want to see the X Men fighting side by side with the Avengers? Not necessarily, but I kind of want them to exist in the same universe. And it's a fucking comic. book. How would book. you explain it though? It's a comic book movie. How would you, you can ex- explain you anything have, crazy? But you have to ex- have some explanation whether or not it makes sense or not. You have to have some explanation. Resurrection, time travel. Alternate dimensions. One of those three, use it, problem solved. Yeah, I'm fine with, I'm fine with alternate <laughs> dimensions. That's the only one I'm fine with, is alternate dimensions. The Until only the one. dimensions bleed together and... The, my, like my my whole my whole thing about like what your argument is like let them exist in the same universe. How do you explain Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch? They're mutants. Magneto's kids. Like yeah, they're mutants and they're part of the MCU. There's a great. But you're they, absolutely but, right. But they weren't in the MCU though. They, they weren't. Were. They weren't mutants. They were kids that were experimented on. That's how they got their powers. They weren't mutants. They didn't have. They didn't get their powers naturally. Well, th- they did not get their powers naturally. You, you couldn't just Hydra couldn't have just experimented on anybody. They had to pick the right kind of people. Yeah, they picked people the from gene. a third world country that didn't have a government that would defend them. They picked third world and country they had people. the X gene, right? So they're the only people that had power. Don't shit in my cereal, Adam. This is a really cool thing for me. We're, we deviated from the point as we usually do. <laughs> as we do, yes, I agree with you. I believe that Disney is going to saturate the market with, like TV has saturated the market with zombies, and movies have saturated the market with zombies, I think Disney's going to saturate the market with Star Wars to the point where we're going to be like, oh, it's another Star Wars movie, I'll wait till it comes out before I see it. Do you it. feel they've saturated the market with Marvel Comics? They're getting to the point. There's some, I haven't seen some, it yet, from what I hear, some. Black Panther was amazing. Black Panther was Amazing. I've seen it. It's amazing. It is. It's an amazing movie. It's I say, I, such a good movie. But the thing you have to keep in mind is, while Disney's money is behind it, there is another man behind Marvel, which is Kevin Foggy. He is. He is. He is not. He's part of Disney, but he's not. He just gets Disney's money and is like, "This is the story we're going to tell." It's a man who loves Marvel and tells a story. As we saw with the latest Star Wars main movie where you loved it and I was very disappointed, there was a mixed bag because there was a lot of shit that was really mixed up. It was like, we're going to do this story, we're going to do this story, we're going to do this story, we're going to go on this other planet, we're going to have a whole other side story. Like, there was no cohesion, there was no order to it. The latest, it. you mean Last Jedi? Yeah, Last Jedi. There was, there was, there was very little, whether it was a good movie or not, it was very little, co- you have to admit, there was very little cohesion and their story was all fucked around all over the universe. Whereas if there was a man like Kevin Foggy behind 
the Star Wars movies, there would be a systematic order and be like, we can't tell this story in this movie. We have to tell it in another movie or we have to do this here. Or this doesn't make sense. They spent 20 minutes on a gambling planet. Oh, there was more alien, than that. There was alien was horses. 20 minutes. And what did them going there accomplish? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. It didn't matter for the story at all. <laughs> Like nothing, they ex mocketed their way into the meeting this other hacker, Benicio. Yes, they went to meet. They went to meet one hacker to help them, and they ex mocketed themselves to meeting a completely separate person who was not the person they went to go meet, who could a- apparently do the thing they wanted to do. So, yeah. That's that's the like I'm fine with the Marvel movies because they have another person who's not a Disney man who is kind of taking the but they've who's kind of taking the rain. He, but no, they've they done that with James Gunn. They did the same thing. But they're they, not doing with the Star Wars. That's my point. They're not doing with the Star Wars movies. They're just kind of like throwing it out there. Like, oh, you're a good director. You're gonna take this fucking movie and you're gonna do what you're gonna do with it. Like, who? Like, they absolutely did that with J.J. Abrams. Absolutely, but he they knocked the real money at J.J. Yeah, Abrams. and then and then, but that but they only did it with one movie with him. If they had done it with because he knocked out of the park with the first movie of this new trilogy. If they had continued giving him money, be like, I want you to, we want you to do the next movie, but we want you to also stream had the ideas behind these other movies. I've been like, okay, they've got one person. Make sure everything stays in in stays good they, this new Han Solo movie is the reason why I'm so so wary about it how many different directors do they have doing the fucking movie how they they made it into a comedy movie at first and yeah. then they reshot it to be a different movie like Disney there's does- no there's nobody behind Disney's writing the checks but they're not behind the creative art of it they're not behind the story elements they're just buying up property and be like I, they're like a kid with too many toys like, I don't know what to do with these toys but they're all mine like it, they, they need people that know the series and know, and have passion for so, it to be behind it. If they what Disney did is they watched J.J. Abrams' Star Trek reboot, and they said, "Hey, that was pretty good. Let's go give this guy money to do the same thing he did to Star Trek with Star Wars." And they went to J.J. Abrams, and J.J. Abrams says, "Yeah, um, guys, I don't know if you watched the Star Trek film." But I basically just took everything Gene Roddenberry did and redid it again. And they're like, we love it. Do that with George Lucas. And J.J. Abrams did the same thing again. And But the difference is we know J.J. The difference is we know J.J. Abrams can tell a good story. Okay? Terminator. We know he can tell a good story. All right? Avatar, we know he can tell a good story. James Cameron. James Cameron, I'm sorry, not J.J. Abrams. What am I thinking? I don't know what you're thinking. I was like, why are we talking about... I always mix up James Cameron and J.J. Abrams. Can J.J. Abrams tell a good story? (laughs) Would you like to go back on that? No, I like J.J. Abrams. I like J.J. Abrams. I do. I do. do. Yes. I always mix up James Cameron and J.J. Abrams because it could... James, James, JJ, whatever, you know, whatever. But but you but you know YouTubers and founding fathers. I should have done direct Half of those I guessed, but <laughs> I had a 50-50 shot. Same thing with JJ Ames and James Cameron. Uh but no, like I just think I think Disney needs to get a streamlined person who is good filmmaker, who is also passionate about Star Wars 
to kind of take a look at these movies and be like, okay, we're going to do Rogue One here, and this is how we're going to do it. And we're going to do the Han Solo story here, and this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do this movie here, and this is how we're going to do it. It's the right time to do this movie, and this is how we're going to do it. Like, that's that's the reason why the Marvel movies are, are so successful. Because they have not just the amazing writing team and the amazing directors behind them, but they also have this other man who is streamlining these films and saying, this is the right time to do this storyline. This is the right time we're doing this. This is a good storyline for this. This is not great for this. Let's change it up and do it this way. Like, that's what that's what they need behind the Star Wars. Because if they don't have that, they're just going to be randomly picking directors like, oh, you're good here. You make a movie this month. Oh, you're good here. You make a movie this month. Up, 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 up. You, you make a movie this month. They're just going to throw shit out there. And it's going to be this just, it's, it's going to be all crap. It's going to be all crap. And we're going to get like one or two out of like the five Star Wars movies you're going to get a year. We're going to get one or two good ones. So. So Adam. Scott. How, why don't you let the people know how they can get a hold of us and how they can listen to For Your Distraction. If you got to get old for your distraction, if you want to listen to us, email us for distraction at gmail.com. We are on the best social media sites, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, search for distraction at podcast FYD on Twitter. We are on SoundCloud and we are on iTunes. Search for distraction. Rate us, like us, share us with your friends, comment on us. The only way we're going to grow is if you guys help us grow. We are also a member of the uh, Be Real Podcasting Network. Yeah, that's it. I had a brain fart. Be Real Podcasting Network. So head over to Podbean. A real fart. <laughs> I'm sitting in the same room as you. Head over to Podbean and search the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. There's a lot of great shows on there. Hey, I like that game. Movie Guys Podcast. All these really great shows that we have on there, including us. If you are also a podcaster or you have a podcast or you produce a podcast or whatever and you're interested in joining a network, email us or email the movie guys. We're always looking for new talent. We're always looking for new people to join the network so that we can you know, get, get, get a more variety of people. We're always looking to grow. That's what it's all about. We'd also like to thank the beer of the show, Scott. Yes, the beer of the show is the Raging Bitch. Belgian style IPA from the Flying Dog Brewery from Frederick, Maryland. Yes, the Belgian style India Pale Ale, the Raging Bitch. Just like you, Adam, when it's your time of the month. Well, you know, Scott, it's how I keep track of my calendar. Okay, so if J.J. Abrams, well, scratch that. How about if James Cameron was directing a porno? Would you watch it for the story? Well, I would have to. I would have to watch it just not not really for the story, just because I I would say I watched the porno by JJ or by James Cameron. But what if he had Kate Winslet's big floppy titties in it again? Sure, why not? You only have, you only live once. Why not? Fuck it, watch it. Thank you.